in the motherfucking suburbs with it. Raw, bing, bow, bah. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on? Prepare yourself for some ignorant shit, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> the view? The view is nice from up here. In the summer, I do the drop with the right shoes on and the top gone soft palm. Watch out for OG, your old heads are vouch from. They know me and the shit that I'm on. Cause I seen it all like I bought the box set. Whole season, dog. Them bitches is running out of tricks, pimping. Barely catching my attention. I'm dealing with them, but simply for the physical. She falling deep in love, but I'm really not that into you. Sorry, girl. But at least I kept it true with you. Evils that this game. Do. Have me concentrating on that pay and playing you This hustle is a bitch, so is this hoe And trying to make a player chew Yeah, but it's just up over bitches, niggas stick to the script Just up over bitches, niggas stick to the script Just up over bitches, nigga, count my grill Just up over bitches, niggas stick to the script Just up over bitches, niggas stick to the script Just up over bitches Figured out. I think that's who they should have made a movie about. Cause Pimpin' had a helicopter at his crib. Just in case his homeboy smelled the snitch. Type of shit had spitter inspired. Type of shit had me all night writing. Type of shit had me out all night driving in my new whip. I've been waiting since a little boy to buy this shit. I ain't hiding from no haters, so I ride with no tent. Beat your eyes, motherfucker. Beat my horn at your woman. She keep her phone in her lap. I call and she coming. And for that, she always coming back. But I'm running to them sacks. I'm trying to put a million in the wall. Couple million in the yard. Couple million in the ceiling. Over where them hoes lay. So it's staying ass. Just up over bitches, nigga. Yeah, but it's just up over bitches, nigga. Stick to the script. Just up over bitches, nigga. Stick to the script. Just up over bitches, nigga. Count my grill. Just up over bitches, nigga. Stick to the script. Just up over bitches, nigga. Stick to the script. Just up over bitches, nigga. Smoke one of this. Smoke one of this. At this point in my life, this point in my life, just up over bitches. I just do it for the elevation, for the elevation. Just up over bitches. Man, and I stay at the top. Just up over bitches. Verde Terrace. At this point in my life, spit up, spit up. Gangsta, gangsta, gangsta. Prepare yourself for some ignorant shit, nigga. <laughs> Welcome to a brand new episode of Sophisticated Ignorance. We back for a new episode, man. We got a special guest in the building. My great friend, Alex. Hey, thanks for having me, man. How's it going, bro? Man, I cannot complain, man. I'm in a 
I'm good. I'm in a different mind state these last couple of weeks, so I cannot complain. How about yourself? Hey, um. So when I had my conversation about mental health with the homie Ryan, that helped a lot. Right. With you know just having to get stuff out. You feel what I'm saying? Hundred percent, man. So mentally, I'm I'm a little bit more clearer. That's good. That's good. I feel like I listened. Uh, that was a very good episode. I've been like trying to figure out what makes me tick in every way. So like, uh, so I'm for sure I've been on that same way. Just like trying to notice things coming mm-hmm. and be able to prevent it that way. And just like you know, what I'm saying, really trying to you know myself I'm a lot of uh a lot more. So I'm I'm good, man. I'm trying to make my life more organized. Can't beat that, man. Once your life is is organized, you you know you Let's have ha- time to think about shit. You've- Everybody thrives more. I feel like in less clutter. So I feel like that. I feel like one hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, <clears throat> like always, you can find the podcast at theburbsnetwork.com. Also at the Burbs Network on your favorite podcast streaming service. Also on your favorite uh, social media platform. I'm sorry. <clears throat> you can find me at Prince underscore McFly Drop the Y at the EI That's everywhere Alice where can they find you? You can find me at Alice Collins TFP So Every episode I ask my guest this Who is Alex Collins? Man that's crazy In the last two 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 and a half weeks I've been asked that same question Um, Alex Collins right now At 29 years old Is just I don't know. That, that's all I am. I'm Alex Collins. I feel like it's me. I am me. I guess that's the best answer I can give. I'm an asshole. I'm lovable. I'm an old man at times. I'm Alex Collins is me. You know. Um, I, don't, I don't know if that really explained the or you know explained the uh, answer, but I'm me. So that kind of is going to help me come into like the next question for sure is. Ever since I've known you, because we've probably known each other for what? For real, for real, like five years. Yeah, but like, but like just like knowing each other existed. Maybe like the 10 ball, a little yeah. over 10. You always have known who you are as a person. Yeah. No matter what it is. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, you have to, yeah, you have to accept yourself. So how did you, because growing up, a lot of people have identity problems. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So how did you understand, like, who you were at a, like, I don't want to say a young age, but in, like, a important age in time. You feel what I'm saying? I think it was, um, easy, honestly, probably getting cut from basketball. <laughs> <laughs> like, getting cut from basketball. Because, like, at the end of the day. Black. I don't care if you're from the hood. I don't care if you're from the suburbs. You just know you're going to the NBA. Hundred percent. I have like like when I was. I remember being. I remember growing up because what we're three years apart. Yes. Yeah, I remember growing up. I was like, you know what? I'm low key trash. I'm just gonna hoop for the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just knew I'm going to leave. I'm gonna be on the trash team. Like all jokes, all jokes aside, that was that was my mind state. Okay. But like after getting cut from the basketball self and just knowing like I was like the chubby kid who like wasn't in. I feel like what I like now is cool to the masses. Yeah. So, like, early, i probably say, like, ninth or 10th grade year, it was just like, you know what? I'm not a hooper. I'm not really into this, but I'm me. And it works for me. At the end of the day, you kind of got to accept yourself. Because I always knew eventually I would. So, why not sooner than later? And it just worked for me. Like, in high school, I wasn't the kid who was rocking this, but... I was that individual cool because I was I was popular in high school, mm-hmm. but I wasn't popular for the reasons to me, that you would think. Yeah. I wasn't like my my best friends. They was the star hoopers on the team. They were selling the weed. They was good with the girls. I was none of fucking that. Mm-hmm. But I was just that cool dude who was him, but just dressed fresh as shit. And I was like, I skateboarded. Not mm-hmm. so I was just like, it just worked for me. And I was like early on, and I was like, you know what, this shit works for me. So I'm just gone. Go with it So like I said Being cut from basketball <laughs> That's real Cause growing up Like Like you said Like I wasn't a hooper In high school Yeah I was just a fresh kid But the thing was I knew everybody A hundred percent So Like I never I didn't want to be popular To be honest mm-hmm. Like It's too I, much work bro It's too I much did, work All I did I just wanted to wake up Go to school and show off my shoes for real, for real. And school is school is low key a fashion show. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, hundred percent. 
So then once I got out of school, it was easier for me to like adjust to shit because it was like I'm the I'm still the same person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm not trying to like I wasn't dressing like party like rock star niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have no vans in high school. I had supers. You feel what I'm saying? So yeah. I was, it was just still like, all right, I'm still gonna be into shoes or whatever, but I just grew from that. Yeah, you feel I, me? Add I, in certain aspects to my life. One hundred percent. You got to update your resume. I think what also helped me was the fact that, like, to really know me is to know that my core, like, like my core group of friends mm-hmm. are literally people who I've known since I was like four or five years old. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like people have they have acquaintances, but it's like people have acquaintances, but you know, like, it's different between a friend and an acquaintance. Mm-hmm. I fuck with you heavy, but I'm only fucking with you at the shop. Mm-hmm. Don't call me at 3 a.m. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Shit like that. So I just think it was the aspect of, like, early on, knowing, like, these people accept me for literally who I am, my most embarrassing, intimate moments. They get it. They fuck with me. Mm-hmm. So I think that was also easy for me to be able to be like, I'm this person because, shit, I've been hanging out with fucking, what, Lamar, Courtney, Bill since 93. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I was like, so I think I think it was just having good people in my corner too who accepted me for me. That's real. So what got you into skateboarding? Um, I don't know, man. Honestly, like I said, I was the actually my brother ho ass got me into skateboarding. Okay. He he doesn't even notice because I didn't I literally just had this thought. My brother was so good at fighting games mm-hmm. growing up. Like he's so good at fighting games that to this day. He'll be 32. I'll be 30 this year. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play a fighting game with you because I know you're going to beat me. We can get that bitch can literally drop tomorrow and you're going to be better than me. Mm-hmm. So I was just like sport video games. And I was just like, man, I grew up in the Tony Hawk era, man. Like, so just Tony Hawk video games really got me into it. Then I think like around Robin Big. And like one thing I really loved about skateboarding was the fact that it was like, I, th- I think skateboarding is technically one of the most technical sports you can do. Mm-hmm. Cause like you're doing all this shit with your feet. And it's just so weird. It's, it's different from being, I guess, something I can equivalent to it as being a soccer player. Yeah. So just like, and I, then I like, I realized when I was like, I wasn't good at basketball. I realized the type of person I am. I'm more of a do-it-yourself loner when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. And this, what I didn't need a team to succeed. It was more about just me doing what the fuck I wanted to do. Hope mm-hmm. that doesn't sound conceited or anything, but just knowing like I didn't need other people to do what I wanted to do. So I thought that probably be like just being like a real individualism. That's how I was with BMX bikes. <laughs> I used to BMX bike. I love BMX bikes. So I got it from playing Dave Mira. Uh-huh. Like, oh, this shit cold. No, let me take that back. I got it from seeing Dave Mira. Dave Mira. I used to always look at X Games. Didn't, didn't Dave Mira kill himself? Yeah. All right. Like a couple years ago, right? About five years ago. Yeah, R.I.P. Yeah. So Actually, I take that back. I got I gotta think. I got I gotta think about suicide, but that's neither here nor there. So I got into it from seeing him at X Games, and then I bought the game. Mm-hmm. So then I used to hate that game, Dave Mirror. Because I remember, like, there was I think you could play horse on that game or yeah. BMX, mm-hmm. and with the horse you would strip. So I always put the female character, but she would never get fully naked. <laughs> so I used to hate that game. So I was into BMX, but until like I got to high high school, mm-hmm. I was like, all right, it's it. Right Because you fuck your shoes up Yeah 100,000% So I did something I mm-hmm. fucked my shoes up And I ran into a car before <laughs> I ran into a car And I thought I killed myself <laughs> And I was like I'm out That's real yeah. that, That's real I, guess I, I for sure had a couple Injuries with skateboard And stuff like that But it was just like Even going on the adventure Of like just like I don't know You just be free to me yeah. Honestly man Like I'm sure I'm sure you experienced That with BMX mm-hmm. Like you can go Anywhere and skate Even if you have Nothing to like Even if you can't go anywhere yeah. You can go in your driveway And yeah. spend hours Trying to land a new trick You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. I've always said the three Like you're gonna laugh at me But this is so serious I think the three best fulfill- Fulfillments that I've had in life Minus having a kid Three greatest fulfillments uh, Landing a new skate trick Okay Making someone who you admire genuinely proud. And what was the third one? I always had a third one. I think I lost I lost the third one, but like those it might have been like having losing your virginity. Like those are like three pivotal things in life. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, damn, I just put in all these hours of work. And I think that actually helped and hindered me as a person while I'm in the day, because it's like no one can help me land this kick for it. Mm-hmm. And now when it's like If I hit you up McFly Can you do this for me And you piss me off I'll be like You know what Fuck it I don't need your help 
I'm going to figure it out myself. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it was a blessing and a curse to me. But that's some shit that I'm trying to get better at. That's real though. So, um, when I first met you, you was a rapper. <laughs> yes, yes. Slash, uh, clothing designer. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, you know. You call that a clothing designer. Yeah. So you was a rapper slash clothing designer. Mm-hmm. What got you into? I don't want to make the corny question of loving hip hop, but what got you into making music? Cause that's a process. Um, probably my homies, germ and Ron, who I know, you know, both of them. It was like, I would just record music on my MacBook for so long. Like on my other, on my old MacBook, this bitch probably got at least 150 hours of me just rapping. Like I said, I had garage band on in there and everything. And it was just like, bro, it's like, you're not about to do nothing. Just recording your MacBook. Cause like I said, I always, I looked at rapping as like, I hate to say it, like, just like a, cause I was thinking, I don't want to sound corny as much as you don't. Self expression, you know what I'm saying? That was my diary. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I wasn't, I wasn't the typical being cool for, you know, fucking hoes or playing sports. I was just cool for being me. So that was just like my outlet to like, Really kind of just talk about what was going on in my life You know what I'm saying I grew up in like the lifestyle rapper era mm-hmm. So I think that was like the reason I kind of just Fell in love with rapping Because I tell everybody My first CD I ever was like Mom I need this for Christmas Y'all niggas is going I needed a, I needed the Backstreet Boy CD Whatever whatever shit had I on I wanted that way on that bitch mm-hmm. I needed the Baja Man CD <laughs> Honestly I probably didn't get it into rap Until like <laughs> Yeah <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get into rap until later on in life You know what I'm saying I don't know mm-hmm. what it was But once it hit me It just hit me hard So like I said Just like I said I don't know I guess the answer to the question Got me into rap Was just like I could just I could just express myself In a pivotal time Was like saying Fuck it This is gonna be me But at the same time I'm still a young teenager Still trying to figure out You know who I am But So how was it being in a rap group? It was cool It was actually It, it was cool as hell Because I feel like we all had our own identities. It was me, Hippie Life J, and my dog Sawyer Ganaji uh, at the time. The group was called The Burbs. Like I said, it was just cool because, like, me and Jay would always freestyle. Not, I can't freestyle to save mm-hmm. my life. But we would always just bounce raps off of each other. Like, I always knew I had bars and punchlines and shit like that. So, like, mm-hmm. we would just bounce each other. Then one day, Sawyer had. Send me a beat tape And I was just like Dog this shit is amazing The way I looked at Sawyer Was like bro This kid can be the next for real I hate mm-hmm. saying kid Like this I mean, Like he's not like Three years younger than me Yeah But I was like man And then like one day We all just linked And it just flowed You know we all just had to Drive for it Like mm-hmm. I said We all just had like We were I feel like to be like a group You have to be somewhat similar But you still have to All have your own individualism Yeah so Like I said That just flowed I feel like Jay was of course the, the drug slash luxurious rapper mm-hmm. Sawyer was like the true 90s essence of it To me I was like the Of the time lifestyle rapper So mm-hmm. just you know we was all from the burbs I feel like it just flowed So it was cool Jay got a, a freestyle off of a hove beat He went insane And he went crazy Oh uh, was it um uh It wasn't dead presidents It Dog uh, what the fuck was it? I know exactly what you're talking about. He was on that bitch. That nigga had on a biker jacket. Everything. He went insane. I know exactly what you're talking about, bro. Was it Can I Live? It was, it can, was I live. can I Live. It was Can I Live. Yes, yes. If yeah. I'm not mistaken, that's what got y'all y'all interviewed. <laughs> Dog sent me that. I'm like, all right. This nigga got it. Yeah, I remember the first time. I remember. I think as a, as a recently, I think you called me. I think you was like, man, when I first met Alex, he was Hollywood. Oh, yeah, because you're in freestyle. <laughs> but again. Like I said, we're gonna. I feel like we're gonna have a couple different conversations. Like, I'm gonna tell you some intimate stuff about me, bro. I am probably. I'm not insecure in my mm-hmm. life, but I'm probably. I'm just so shy. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, like I said, me and you. I, I can. I will. At this point in my life, I can. Well, I will consider you my brother. I just want yeah. like one of the closest people in my life. But I think you can be like, you know what? Outside looking in, if Alex don't know a situation or know a person, Alex is low key just to himself, just mm-hmm. more ab- just more observant yeah. than actually indulging in until he gets comfortable. Where you might be like, I feel like some people would be like, this nigga Alex don't stop talking, but other people might be like, no, this nigga Alex is so fucking quiet. He don't say shit. Yeah, but mm-hmm. like, but like again, I, I just like again, someone like you, you understand that about me. Now, so yeah. I was like, people who fuck with me, they fuck with me for me. Yeah. 
But like yeah that I was like I was so fucking nervous I can't remember who crib we was on We was on the north I can't remember who crib we was at But someone had a studio in the basement There was a studio in the basement yeah. But I was just like Like I said I, Like I said at that time I always felt like Burbs wise I felt like I felt like Jay had the best flow mm-hmm. Sawyer had the best punchline But I was like I could paint a picture the best mm-hmm. And I was like Though Jay is one I'm 1A I'm 1B Though mm-hmm. Sawyer is 1A I'm 1B so like I said, but like that was like, man, I'm nervous as fuck, bro. I'm about to have an anxiety attack. <laughs> if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I think we edited the freestyle part out because Jay kept fucking up. Exactly. Yeah, I remember that too. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, be real. That interview might have be one of like that interview, and it's not because of y'all. Mm-hmm. Is the probably was the reason I hated doing interviews, <laughs> and it's because. I got so high. <laughs> so <laughs> I was with this nigga Kobe all day. Mm-hmm. So the interview wasn't until like 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, yeah. it was a show. Late, so late all night. through the day, we just getting high. So <laughs> by the time the interview come, I am the highest I've ever been in my life, bro. Right, right, right. I think Kobe made me do the intro to the show and all this shit. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, fuck giving interviews. <laughs> so from that interview on to like maybe... Until I started doing Sophisticated Ignorance, I really hated doing interviews. That's really sad. Like, I hate, and, and then I, once again, like you say, I'm also like a shy person. Mm-hmm. And I really don't like talking to people. Right, right. But, like, bro, when it comes to, like, one-on-one interviews, I hated them. Roundtables, unless it was, like, a comfortable roundtable, I didn't like doing them. So how do you, I mean, I mean, I mean, we'll, we'll say, we'll say, because you used to have FG Radio, right? Mm-hmm. What does FG stand for? Uh, Fly Guy Radio Y'all niggas is hilarious <laughs> But um Like I, I mean It's like at this point Do you feel like You're more comfortable with it I mean like so, what, what drove you At the time To be like I'm shy as fuck But I'll come out Of my shell to do this So um It's like doing a podcast Is different Than doing an actual Interview Okay Interview is more intimate It's one on one Or who a group You know your team mm-hmm. Versus just one person we're doing a podcast. It's more of a structured thing. Okay. So I can see that. I kind of like, I see the outline. I know what I'm going to say. I think that's why I don't thrive in certain areas. I feel like if I don't have that, because like me, I can honestly say I'm a creature of habit. So it's like, if I don't have some type of like, mm-hmm. what do I always ask you, bro? What are we talking about this yeah, week? Oh, like if I don't have that, I feel like. Alright I'm gonna stutter A yeah. thousand times I'm gonna say the word Like a thousand times I'm, But with a podcast You don't look at those things Like uh, You don't get graded down For those things Right right You feel what I'm saying Cause it's Us having fun mm-hmm. So in a one on one conversation It's different If you're stuttering If you, you feel what I'm saying mm-hmm. If you don't know the person But also I can't I didn't, I never was able to thrive with having the interview structured because to me when I listen back to it it sounds like it's structured. Right. So when I started doing sophisticated ignorance, it's basically like me having a conversation. That's real. So this is us at Burn Rubber tomorrow having a conversation. To yeah. Me. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So less, pr- less pressure in those type of way. Hundred percent. And then. So I got comfortable doing sophisticated ignorance. It's and this was back in the FG days. No, oh. now. Oh damn! Like whoever was first episode of sophisticated ignorance uh, recently. Okay, like when I brought it back, uh, it was more of yeah, that's 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 just like crazy to think about. You being ten years, what would it say ten years in the game, but finally just getting comfortable with it. That's that, that's crazy, man. That, that's more of a kudos to you to be like, all right, fuck it, I'm uncomfortable, but I still got to do what I got to do. So and kudos it, it, to you, bro. It's like therapy to me. That's real. So like in my personal life, I don't talk about personal things. That's real. As a whole. Yeah, I talk to my friends about certain shit, but I just not, you know, sitting down and talking about personal shit. Yeah. So it's just able sometimes for me just to get shit out. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I mean, I think mental health is like a real big thing. It's like, man, I remember, cause I remember one of the things me, one, I think one of the reasons like me and you first started to click was 
though we I met you through music, it was more of a shoes. Mm-hmm. I remember we were supposed to do like the first top ten kicks of the year, mm-hmm. but I had like that heart issue. That was an anxiety attack, mm-hmm. honestly, bro. So even to this day, that was maybe like what six years, seven years ago. Yeah. Even to this day, bro, it's like I still deal with it. So I completely understand. Like I said, so mental health was a thing to me before it was a thing, mm-hmm. and that's why I like started this conversation saying like I think I'm I'm good. I'm in a I'm 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 in a good space, man. Yeah. I think everybody should for sure just, you know, take time and just sit back and think and just like really just look at life. And like meditating, like that's is important. A hundred percent. Like I used to laugh at it, like, oh, you just sitting there not saying but clearing your mind of shit is so important. Yeah, it's very hard too, honestly. But like but like anything, it's like the more you do it, the better you'll get at it. But like mm-hmm. but like like once you really sit there, you're just really at peace. Mm-hmm. It's like I have this app on my phone called Headspace. These niggas want seventy dollars for the year. I got it, but fuck y'all. <laughs> but it's like once you just really just sit down, it's like damn, because it's like I, I, it was I don't know what movie I was watching or Fortune Cookie or whatever the fuck I was just doing or yada yada. It was like you don't know the best times of your life when you're living them, and that made perfect sense to me. Mm-hmm. So it was like I feel like you don't know And I guess I guess this is a little different I feel like you can master it But you don't know Till you're at peace Until you're Really at peace And in the meditation mm-hmm. And once it's Once 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 it's clicked And you're kind of like Damn I was just so comfortable Right then and there mm-hmm. You know what I mean So yeah I, I tell everybody They should meditate man. I'm trying to get better at it man For sure So um, What was the start Of the Fated Penguin Me and my cousin Lamar got high Okay. It was like, like I said, we were always both in the clothes. He had his style, I had mine. But I, I'm like every regular kid getting out of high school. I didn't know what the fuck I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I just know I liked to. I just, I just knew that I liked to get fresh. And like, of like people out and outside say what they look in. One thing you can say about Alex: Alex is not conceited. Mm-hmm. I'm probably the hardest critic on myself, so I don't think I'm cool or I don't think I'm fresh. Yeah. I just think I know what works for me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I think I think I can get fits off, but. Definitely, I don't think I'm that the definition of these things. My thing is like when I'm putting on clothes, I'm not putting it on like, oh yeah, I'm about to be fresh as fuck today. It's kind of like, all right, them pants, that shirt, them shoes. You can always tell when someone tries to. You can be like, man, that nigga is trying too hard. And like, Mm -hmm. I never want that. Mm -hmm. I used to overthink shit, but I'm like, on my Steve Jobs shit, nigga. If I could just have like a cartoon uniform, yeah, that'd make my life so easy. Hundred percent. But like one day, me and my cousin were just getting high, and like at that time, road like. Bro had the store, of course, and it was like, damn, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I want to do, but I know I like to get fresh. Mm-hmm. So it was like, man, I like kind of like, like the advice I was literally just giving your brother. It's like, one thing I've always told him is like, if you don't really like it, as soon as you hit that hardship, you're going to be like, fuck this, and I'm going to move on to the next thing. So it was like, fine, like, bro, if you want, if you really have a passion for rapping, rap. If you really have a passion for clothes, do clothes But mm-hmm. if you don't As soon as it be like This manufacturer bullying Or that shit didn't sell You're going to be like Fuck this And just start over At square one mm-hmm. And no What's the point So it was like I just knew I really liked clothes mm-hmm. So me It was me Him My homies Jeff and Byron And we all came like, We came up with the name Faded the acronym But I came up with the penguin mm-hmm. Cause like I looked at it Kind of like how I looked at my life I wasn't cool For the typical reason Of being cool Everyone knows A penguin Is a bird but it can't fly But mm-hmm. it's still a bird So my whole thing was If you like I like I think I'm I think I'm laid back clean today But if your vibe is to Throw on fishnets And paint your nails As long as you're comfortable Being yourself mm-hmm. You're fresh You're the yeah. You're my definition of fresh Because mm-hmm. you don't care What anyone says You know I like this shit And what the fuck Does it matter So that was like, 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 like that, That's how Faded Penguin started Just letting people know You're really cool just being comfortable with yourself. It don't matter if you rock Vizvum, Jordans, mm-hmm. Etni, Skechers. If you can look at yourself in the mirror every day and be like, I'm comfortable with who I am. I love myself. That's fresh. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter the brand that you put on. Because I see niggas throwing $10,000 outfits look fucking terrible. 100%. And I see niggas throwing outfits that couldn't have cost over $30. And you look amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's more about the mindset of you being comfortable with who the fuck you are. Yeah. So that's how Fade the Penguin started. Just letting people know. That's dope Thank you Uh, The first piece that I saw from y'all And I was like Alright Them niggas got it Is the hats The The uh, the The Yeah 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 Not the two more That was was my idea Them scullies was on fire Yeah Made it on love and hip hop That shit was crazy And then 
you dropped the Cameron, uh, Cameron, uh, 3M shirt. Yeah. Yep. People really fucked with the bomb. Like, like I said, we've always dropped chins. I just wanted mm-hmm. to always be like, just more consistent with it. And I just came, like, like, like I said, one thing, one thing people learn about me, I like when shit comes full circle. Mm-hmm. Uh, our biggest thing was just not being consistent with the stuff. So, like, like once you figure out how to be consistent with what we do, like, it was just kind of hit after hit after hit. Mm-hmm. But then at the same time, it was like, at a certain point, it kind of got to, I'm just making clothes just to make it. I'm not wearing this shit. So, why the fuck would I expect anyone else to wear? You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, so that's how, that's how I was at at one point. Like, I honestly fell out of love with making clothes. I wanted to quit Fade the Penguin. Like, I just never do it again a couple years ago, honestly. That's how I felt about. First with the burbs. That's for real. Fucking March. A year ago? A year ago. Yeah, yeah. Like a year ago. I was like literally this because what? Uh we got shut down on the thirteenth. Pandemic, yes. No, no, no. I think we're all burp. Uh, probably like around the thirteenth. We'll say thirteenth. No, we got 16. shut down on the fourteenth. Yes. Around the fourteenth, it was I was out. I feel you. I was like, bro. You fall, be, it, you fall out of love with it. And it's like and it's like you know what it's I'm saying. It's a mental like, thing. A mental thing, hundred percent. So my thing is, I listen to even if I don't listen to the whole thing, I listen to every episode. You feel right. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So to me, it wasn't funny. Uh huh. But once again, I'm my biggest critic. You have to be. So to me, the show was stagnant. It wasn't funny to me. But when I talk to people about it, like after, people be like, no. The show is still fucking hilarious. Bro, starting off this conversation we were talking about, just, I can't remember what the fuck we was talking about. We were talking about certain things where I was like, um, I'm shy. Mm-hmm. What did I tell you? I literally had no intentions of doing over three episodes. Mm-hmm. Tom was like, bro, you ever, you ever, do you ever, you ever wonder why people just fuck with you? 100%. And it's just like, why? <laughs> you don't, it's like, it's like, why? I'm not saying I'm a terrible person, but why do you fuck with me? I'm like, an asshole. I'm not funny, but people I, tell me, Alex, you are hilarious. I'm, I'm terrible at conversations. Bro. I had a I had a girlfriend, my ex. All right, she came into the store. This is how shy I am. No lie, Roe, J. John, and Celis could attest to this. She was in the store with her homegirl for about two hours. I said three words, literally. And the only reason I felt like she asked me for my Instagram was because, well, I asked everybody else for theirs. Let me ask this. Let me ask him. But literally, I'm like that. It's like, I feel like people don't really care what the fuck I got to say. And like, I don't think I'm funny. But people were like, bro, you are hilarious. You are this or that. And I'm just like, no. Yeah. My greatest knock-knock joke is, uh, I guess my greatest joke to me is, what did the male chicken say to the female chicken at breakfast? You want to make eggs? I hate this. But that is my greatest <laughs> joke, bro. That is my greatest joke. But that shit is corny as fuck. But I feel like I'm not talking this and then like you see people reactions to mm-hmm. me. That shit is crazy to me. But like I said, maybe that's just me being too hard on myself. But I love the underdog. I love mm-hmm. the underdog mentality. Cause I feel mm-hmm. like it's always gonna have me work harder. I was recently having a conversation with my daughter's mom. We were talking about something, but like we just got on like we just got on topic of something. I was like the greatest photo someone took of me. It was a centerpiece of me, right? I had on some, I had on some Yeezys. I was clean as fuck. It was snowing a little bit. That's a yeah. I know exactly. No, what yeah, but there was a person in the background. The photo, if you ever noticed that part, mm-hmm. and that was going. I dropped one solo project. My second project, that was my. It was going to be called the man in the background because that's how I always feel. Like I said, yeah, you notice the obvious shit, but me, I'm always going to be that person in the background. It's like. He's at the center of attention, but for some reason he's on the mind of like he's on the verge of greatness or something mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, but that's just my mindset. Like, I'm always gonna be that man in the background because I want to be somewhat that person. I don't want to be famous. That's that's just too much work. Yeah. I love going to the grocery circuit, bro. But like, I don't like. Yes, it's the center of attention, but even if I'm the center of attention, I'm always gonna feel like that person in the background. I feel like I feel like that's an underdog mentality that I I love that I have about myself. That's real. So, yeah, like I was saying, like, a year ago, mentally, mm-hmm. I was out of here. I, I'm not, not, to get, not to get, like, you know what I'm saying? I was still a probably a sensitive topic, especially with her first birthday. Come, the second birthday this year, right? So, what's your mom passing? Uh, this will be the first, first. first birthday. So your mom was still alive at this point, right? Yes. Okay, so it's like, all right, so, like, okay, so keep continue. So if it really wasn't for, and what is crazy is me having a conversation with my mom, Probably is the reason why 
me having a conversation with my mom and me sitting down with Driz having a conversation is the reason why the Burbs Network is still here. Shout out to Driz. Shout out to my dog, Christopher. Because my mom basically was like, listen, bro. You put so much time into this book, to, into this shit. You feel what I'm saying? Because she's going to be real with you. Mm. You put so much time into this shit. What's the point of just giving up mm. and throwing it all away? Mm-hmm. She was like, uh, and she probably gave me an example, I think, of Jay-Z or somebody. Okay. And I was like, all right, you got it. But even after that conversation, and then she died. Right. So a few, more, a few weeks later, she died. I was like, mentally... I'm out. I'm checked out, bro. I'm checked out. Fully understand, bro. And it is it's from a standpoint of especially in our community being black people. Yeah. Black men at that. We don't get shit out. Yeah. We just hold everything in, hold everything in, hold everything in. Mm-hmm. I was like, listen, I used to be a crybaby, right? Mm-hmm. And like I said, fuck it. So the worst day of my life. I've had some bad days, but I knew, you know how, you know how when people, because even with dealing with trauma, it doesn't have to be the trauma of getting touched or something crazy mm-hmm. happen. It could just be the trauma of this shit is normal, but you don't understand it's trauma. Mm-hmm. The worst day of my childhood life was the day my parents got a divorce, right? Okay. I'm um, in seventh grade, so you're probably what? Seven, eight? I'm sorry, I'm not second grade. I'm, I'm in the second grade. Okay. So you're probably seven, eight. Mm-hmm. I was crying. So you know what I'm saying? My parents told me about to get a divorce. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sick. I love my parents. I love mm-hmm. our family. I don't know what the fuck is about to happen. My dad looked at me and said, he yelled at me. He was like, quit crying. Why are you crying? Grow up. I'm like, bro, I'm seven. And then I'm looking back. I'm like, I'm, I'm seven years old. And at that moment, it was like a part of me was like, I died. It was like, you know what? My dad is telling me to shut up at this pivotal moment. So I was like, I understand why I'm an asshole. So I like, I just think so. I'm mentally, I thought that, that's why I, I was mentally checked out. But mm-hmm. throughout my life, I said to say, I was able to express myself. Like my parents was like, all right, why? You know, I'm like, Express yourself But I understood Why that moment It was like At this point I'm like My mother was my first love My mm-hmm. father was my first male love At that point I was like You know what I'm shutting down my emotions So getting them out Even to this day Is hard to me to do That is real Because like uh, Damn we digging deep I need some more liquor Hey <laughs> Because like How I uh, I want to say like interact with people who's important to me, like say girlfriends and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I'm terrible at it, right? But I'm terrible at it because me and my pops don't talk. You have to be. I think you have to be a realist about life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Whether you want to accept, like, even if you never would have said that, or I would never said that. You still have to know that yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I completely understand, man. Well, I under- we talk now. Yeah, because I I force the situation. Right. But are you happy? Are you, are you happy that you force it? Uh, we still have to have a conversation about certain shit. I complete listen. I am the same way with my pops. So we cool now, but, but we still got to sit down and have that conversation. I completely understand. Yeah, I'm. I'm cool. <laughs> 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 no, I feel like a thousand percent, man. I feel you on that. Because my thing was growing up was uh, my pops was, was one of those people growing up. Once again, when we had if we had this conversation, he'd be like, son. I was going through it. Why you? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. My fault. I just want to hear your. I just want to hear your side of perspective. But my thing was like, bro, you wasn't there during important times around my life. Mm-hmm. Like I learned how to talk to the girls because of my auntie. Right. You feel what I'm saying? I learned how to dress because of my mama and shit mm-hmm. like that. Right. Like, I literally was raised by women. Right. Everything I know is about women. Mm-hmm. And nigga, you was alive. Yeah, you feel what I'm saying? It wasn't like you was in jail. Yeah. Or you had some fucked up shit going on. Like nigga, you was. 20 minutes away Bro my pops You familiar with, you, you, you familiar with Auburn Hills too right Bro I stayed Orchard You know the orchards are right I stayed at I stayed in the orchards My pops live right next To the Phoenix Center Literally A three minute trip Down mm-hmm. up like Bro my pops would call me And be like I'm on the way And I would be at the door With my bag for hours bro And that shit was like So that's kind of I gotta have with him too yeah. Like bro it was like You didn't have to do this I think that's the reason, like, I don't know if it's selfish, but I've even told Paris, that's my daughter's mom. I can't fail at being a dad because of what he did. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's fair, petty, the wrong reasons, but I just told myself, I will never make, especially as a daughter, too. 
I'll never make her feel the way my pops made me feel like. And I feel like me and him got to have that conversation. Then, but I don't think I'm ready for that conversation. Yeah. To be 100% honest, I'm going to be real. I'm, I'm 100% ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's real. Like I say, I mean, like, me and the five, me, me and the five probably said this on this podcast a lot of times. When I was younger, I, th- I thought it was on you to be older to have a conversation with me. But yeah. me being 30, it's like, I can't say it. It's on both of us to a certain extent. I so, still think it's 70 30. Don't get me wrong, but. So my mama sat down with me one day, mm-hmm. probably like a few years ago, and she was like, Yes, son, I understand what you, your problem with your pops. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. But also, you're a dog. That's real. That's real. So if you want to have that kind that's that's really why. When she died, how he, it affected him, mm-hmm. it was like, Okay, man, you lost your. One of your oldest friends in the world. Mm-hmm. They've known each other for fucking fifty years. Mm-hmm. Okay, listen, I'm not gonna be the asshole I was. No, yeah, but the, the one it was one thing that irked me. Mm-hmm. It was the day I graduated. Okay, he showed up to my graduation. Boom, boom, boom. So your posse pulled him up with the with the um, the cores light limes. And which is so fucking. I'm sorry, the Budweiser lines, which, Bud so which is so fucking funny. Too. And the tequila <laughs> on deck. How did you get this combination? What year is it? Listen, if anybody is happy that the bars could, could stay up at the four, he will be happy. My pops too. He out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so me and my mama hug. Boom, boom, we did it. Mm-hmm. And then he said, "Yes, yeah, son. Me and your mom went through a lot of stuff to get you through high school." And I looked at that nigga like, what? You didn't do nothing. <laughs> you, you paid child support, my nigga. <laughs> you didn't have, I didn't play no, you didn't, you didn't even have to pay to play. That's real. But like you, like I, like I was saying, I just need that one conversation. And mm-hmm. once again, all he has to say to me is like, son, my bad. Mm-hmm. I was going through it. Job situation or whatever. Boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Because then, then day two, I mean, I just, Girl, how did you, because you 32. I'm 30, 30, 30, 33. How does your pops? My pops is 53. 53. So at the same time, I mean, he 20 when he had you. Like I'm saying, he's still at the end of the day growing up. A hundred percent. I mean, at 20, bro, you don't even know yourself, man. I feel like at 30, I'm I'm just starting to like really yeah. know me. You know what I mean? So yeah, so do you like on the real, if your pops just made it not a cut, if if he made it a cut and dry conversation that says like, you know what, I heard you out. My bad. I was really going through some changes. Left it at that. Or would you want more detail? You feel like No. Mm-hmm. All he had cause I know how life is. That's real. You feel I me? Mean? At twenty six I lost everything. When mm-hmm. the niggas broke in my crib and stole all my shit. Mm-hmm. Lost everything. Mm-hmm. I was at, you know, ground zero. Yeah. So I Then underst- you moved to, then you moved to Oregon or something? Uh I had stayed in Connecticut for the summer. It was the feds. <laughs> And came back on a wire <laughs> <laughs> Like so I understand Sometimes you have to start over mm-hmm. I understand jobs I, So me being an adult I understand all these factors Yeah You have another child Right You feel what I'm saying So all he All he really has to say to me Is like listen Don't give me the bullshit Well you was 16 You could have called me shit Yeah 100% Because you're still an adult in that Yeah situation. yeah yeah But if you real Like real son I was going through it Yeah I was depressed I could have did better trash ass job Yeah yeah, that's real. I understand. Yeah, like listen, that's all. The, the slate is clear. Listen, that's all I need to hear too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's real. So having that conversation like about our parents or our fathers and shit like that, how is it being a father? Bro, this shit is amazing, man. I ain't about to tell you no bullshit hallmark like, oh, I have a meaning in life or this yeah. shit put stuff in perspective. But it for sure makes me move a lot different. Like I said, I wasn't moving reckless, and I for mm-hmm. sure I made some made some mistakes with her mom. You know what I'm saying? She's not perfect. I'm not perfect, but our common goal is to, is to, is to, is to be a strong unit and to raise a a healthy woman. Like I said, it's weird. It's like I want if you. I feel like for you to have the ultimate pass in life, low key, you got to be a, a white man. You know what I mean to a certain extent. Yeah. But I want my daughter to realize. Listen here, little girl. You can do whatever. Anyone can does Don't ever be like I can't do this Because I'm a woman I can't do this Because I'm a girl No You can do anything Anyone in this world can do I love being a dad Man you seem I mean you probably want Like I know COVID Is you know Crazy So me and her Probably don't move How we would move If you know If she was born a couple years ago But I mean you see me You see me interact With my daughter bro Mm -hmm. I, I love I genuinely love Being a dad That's my little homie She looks 
exactly like me. 100%. She's a kind of an asshole at this point in her life, but everyone be like, well, you an asshole. I'm be like, Jesus Christ. But yeah, like I said, I, I genuinely love it, man. I genuinely love it, man. The, right now, I'm trying to teach someone's patience that I don't have enough patience. Because if I order something, I need it there now. Mm-hmm. I don't. If you piss me off, bro, it's over. You know what I'm saying so. Mm-hmm. Trying to learn patience in a certain area. So, I, but like, I genuinely love like Lemon Rose Collins, bro. So, is it true? The first time you see your daughter is love at first sight. Yes, and that's real. But like, I keep it real. I didn't know if me emotionally I could do that. Cause like mm-hmm. I know, like no one knows me. Like I know myself. Yeah. Like, I haven't had like I was like. Like I even had a real conversation with my pops about like is love at first sight real? And he was mm-hmm. like, you know what, son? Because my pops got a couple of kids. He was like, sometimes yes, sometimes no. Like I said, cause I always thought on the real, I thought I would learn to love my daughter. I didn't. I was just like, you know what? I've only cried tears of joy before having my daughter. It was one time. My mom had just gotten remarried to my step pops, who was an amazing person. Like I said. Life wasn't always the best. Life mm-hmm. was for sure not always the worst. But just seeing her walk down that aisle, that shit was beautiful to me, mm-hmm. bro. And then seeing when my daughter was born, that shit was insane to me, bro. So, like, to, to me, yes. If situations was different, I can't say it would be. Mm-hmm. But, like, to me, someone who has, who isn't as emotionally as there as they probably should be, yes, to me, it was, like, love at first sight, bro. So um, shout out to her mom too. She did seventeen hours of labor. <laughs> that shit was fucking boring. Don't get me wrong. You could have called me at hour twelve. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just joking, but like I said, we thugged it out. That shit was boring though. Cause she was born on Thanksgiving, wasn't she? Thanksgiving, yes. So I didn't um, eat no macaroni and cheese that year. <laughs> Nobody didn't bring you a plate. My dog Maria brought me a plate. She okay. for sure, yeah, yeah. But I think, but, but, but she's Sicilian, so that plate hit a little different. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I appreciate the fuck out of it. Don't get me yeah. wrong, but. <laughs> so, where do you see yourself in five years? Alex Collins, the brand owner, the father. Uh, five years. Um, I told myself if I was still gonna be working at Burn Rubber, cause I don't want to be thirty five and assistant manager. You know what I'm saying? I love, I love my job. I love mm-hmm. the atmosphere. It's a great thing. But if I'm gonna be working at Burn Rubber, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's going to be because I have some type of ownership in the store. Okay. Whether it's ten percent, fifty, twenty, I'm going to have some ownership mm-hmm. in the store. That or I just want to be happy, bro. Like I said, I don't need a billion dollars to be happy. I don't need 20 bedrooms and 18 and 29 bathrooms. Never understood why people have more bathrooms than rooms, but that's for another story. But um, as long as I can create, bro, my uh, my cousin, he was going through some stuff the other day. So he just asked me, um, if everybody in your life was set, you was rich, what would motivate you? I told him, I like to create, bro. So it was like, if I, like, every day you can create something new. Mm-hmm. So as long as I can create, man, I, like, I just want to have, I want to own a building. Mm-hmm. But in this building, I can do everything in there. I can have my office. I can have clothes over here. If we need to do a photo shoot, we can have a photo shoot over here. You know what I'm saying? Like if, a fantasy factory. Yeah. If we, yeah. yeah like, 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 if we have, like, like, a little event, we can clean it up and throw an event here. I, I just want a one-stop shop where it's just... Nothing but creatives there Like I don't want my own store Especially mm-hmm. working in a store I can see the dope shit I can see the bullshit Yeah So I don't want to work Because like if you have a flagship store That's completely on you At the end of the day If a brand at the store doesn't sell You still have all these other brands Or this mm-hmm. hot shoe That's going to make up these bills mm-hmm. But if it's just you Which I would want it to be No So if I had a store I want it to be like A creative brand Like you know Like I really fuck With what Dom is doing Dope is Dom Faded Penguin I Mm -hmm. I fuck with with Ghetto Cam What Ghetto Kids is doing I fuck with shit That G is doing I just want a group of creators Where it was like I even made it a post Like it was about y'all too It was like All my homies Are literally stepping up bro And I'd be damned If I'm the one to be Left behind Left behind So I would just need That creative energy To be like Oh damn you doing this I gotta keep going You know what I'm saying So I just want to keep creating, bro. I want to own my own building. I want to have. A, I want the world to be normal. Cause my daughter at that time, I guess six, going to the first grade, bro. I couldn't imagine being in the crib at. And when you like 16, 17, like all right, man, it sucks, but we can do this. But like these ages where kids are like, technically, I feel like, I feel like this year's kids have regressed. Mm-hmm. It's like, how long is this pandemic gonna go? 
kids really need to be around other kids to fucking just learn social skills. I just hope that the world is in a better place and I'm just in a better place to provide for my kid, honestly, bro. And I'm just happy. Yeah, that's real. I just want, uh, like, I've learned. How many Lambos you want in five years? Uh, <laughs> being honest? Yeah. <laughs> two? 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 I'll take two. Do you remember that time it was um bro we gotta we got we gotta shoot another episode that season at least one more episode that season yeah I remember time I remember we was at the pizza spot and it was that white Lambo this thing McFly was wearing all white feeling golly <laughs> bro I'm not taking a picture in front of another nigga Lambo that bitch was a hundred percent caption would have been leveled up on you niggas <laughs> but yeah I was just like where do you see yourself at in five years man um. Married, you want a kid? I want a child. I don't want to be married. I, to be honest, I'm real. I want a kid. <laughs> Marriage, maybe not so much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to be with somebody who understands why. Marriage is an important thing. You feel what I'm saying to me? I don't like the legality of marriage. That's all. I mean, that's all. It is. Like, I'm never a person to be like. I get why girls would be like, you know, I'm trying to print up. You're going into this thing, and we might break up. No, boo. That's not what I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking about if we do break up, yeah. all the bullshit I have to go through. Yeah. Alimony is some bullshit to me. I just want to leave with what I brought, and you leave with what you brought. That's, At the end of the day, I'm saying. And if we level up, like I think people, I think people grow apart, bro. Yeah. Even if you were somebody for 40 years, people change, bro. So as long as it ain't no bullshit, you know what I'm saying? If I got a hundred million dollars and we break up and it's like, you know, not, not no bullshit, people just grow apart. If I got a hundred million, you at least got ten million dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I just think people grow apart, bro. Like, I ain't gonna leave you high and dry. No, but the legality of marriage is some bullshit, yeah. bro. Honestly, like my goal in, in five years, it, niggas might laugh or whatever. Shit. I want to buy Northland. That's real. I swear to God. I will buy Northland. If well, I if I had the money, I would buy Northland. So you making a mall or would you do no, it? I make it the Burb Studios. That's a nigga nigga, nigga we see the Marvel movies. On some Tyler Perry shit. That's real as hell. That's real as hell. Like, I mean, to me that's not funny, bro. Like the Burbs, the the Burbs head, the Burbs headquarters. It's only funny if you talk to me about it like I'm like I'm an asshole after the third time. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me the same thing three times and expect for me to give a fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Really after the first time. But it's only gonna be bullshit if you like Alex. All I gotta do is buy that air wick and I get the and I get Northland. Mm-hmm. Six months later. All I gotta do is buy air, this air wick, I get Northland. That's what's gonna become funny mm-hmm. to me. Like, bro, you not serious. I'm not about to take you serious, but you having to go and work and like bro, I you 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 are one of the hardest workers I know. Mm-hmm. You working hard. That's that shit's not funny to me. Yeah, like it's only funny if you bullshitting yourself. Even if I can't get Northland, I just want something like that—a mm-hmm. big ass space, or like you said, where creatives could go and be able to, to you know, do shit. Because that's the biggest problem with like a lot of people who want to create—they don't have the places to go or mm-hmm. the resources for that shit. Mm-hmm. So if I could have a place where the resources are provided and you and we got the space for all that shit. Just imagine all the shit you could do in fucking Northland. Hundred percent. Yeah. I got a question to ask you, but before I move on to this next question, I hope I can put my kid in a good school. But I want the school to be real, bro. Why the fuck is my kid learning how to dissect a frog, bro? But it's like I feel like I feel like one thing. What what, what generation are we on? X double X X extension on? Uh, no, I don't. I have no clue to be honest. But I feel like with this current generation, I feel like schools are going to change. Where mm-hmm. how many times do y'all see you? Why teach my kid about taxes and home ownership and shit like that? Yeah. That's what I like. I want to put my kid in that type of environment. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I want I want to put her in no bullshit because high school didn't teach me anything about life. It taught me how to literally. Cheat to pass the next test I didn't learn how to study Until I, I was in college mm-hmm. I got my kid in the school But even with that man So what's the hardest thing About running a network man Having to deal with all like, like, I know I know, we, I know, you kind of have a meeting um, Will full be provided? Possibly if, Are we going, Oh if I get the STEMI For sure <laughs> Yeah Are we talking about our raises? 
we could we could we could <laughs> harp on certain situations, <laughs> but for real, for real, I want to have a meeting. It's just for the growth of the network. You feel yeah. me? So my thing is always growing, but not growing big too much. Yeah, that's something that's bigger than us. Yeah. So next, I like our next phase. I've said multiple times is the Burbs TV. Mm-hmm. Um, so what exactly is the Bur- Burbs TV? Is if you can if 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 you want to explain what it is, hundred percent. It's this mm-hmm. visually right, but on top of shit like other shit, mm-hmm. us like uh, so like we're in a pandemic. Uh, Drew, who was a part of the Burbs Network, throw a comedy show. Inside a room or something, deck the room out and throw a comedy show. A tiny desk, but a what a comedy. It's just mm-hmm. all these things we we have so many you know smart people on the network and funny people on the network. Mm-hmm. It's trying to monetize all that shit to where we are getting money for this shit, bro. Hundred percent, yeah. And um, but I want to do it, and that's my one of my. Biggest things If I do shit I want to do the shit The right way 100% That's like the thing With merch That's why we don't Have no merch out Cause I want to do it 100% the right way I just don't want to Throw something out there And then like you say Have to restart it Or do something like that Yeah So once it's out there It's just perfect Going through So that's my thing And then it's too It's like one thing I look at It's like Especially in today's Day and age It's like Even with like Doing events for clothing Ten years ago, all you needed was some Hennessy, mm-hmm. a speaker, and your clothes on the rack. If you had that today, what was the point of throwing an event for your clothing? So it's like you kind of see the I see the clothing people who I'm competing with. I'm sure you see network people who you're competing with. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it has to be on a certain level. Yes. And if it's not on that level, it's like I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm not one one one. Of the greatest advice Rogue gave me. Shout out to Ron. I know he has a birthday tomorrow. I'm probably dropping him at midnight. One of the greatest advice he gave me. He was like, "Of course, I don't have as much money as Jay Z, but if you put my CD next to his CD in Walmart, you should not be able to tell that there was a budget difference." And I was like, "That shit is real as hell." It's like, are you like if you're not gonna do it? To, that's why once again. Where's Devontae at? That's why I tell your brother, like, if you don't if you don't have the drive to yeah. do it, don't do it. That's probably the greatest advice I can give to anybody. If you don't like I said, and like don't look at it and don't look at anything career wise as a get rich quick scheme. hundred percent. Like, cause why? It's not gonna work. I mean I, I hope it does. Yeah. That's real. We grinding. We in year two. Thousand percent. I think that's really sad, man. So. And like the main thing with it, I'm falling in love with it again. That's the best listen. Like this conversation, I like. I'm enjoying having conversations with people. Yeah, like I'm enjoying doing fresh from the burbs again, or when I got to do Jack and Henny, or even like listening. Like I sit through the ladies' room. I sit through <laughs> every episode. Yeah, that shit is like okay. I'm gonna pop up on one episode. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be the guest one episode. You got to talk to them to see. They put they look. They put their own show together. That's real. Like, what do you what 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 do you really do for the network? <laughs> Here we go with this. <laughs> well, when we had that meeting there, I'm <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's just falling in love with wanting to do this shit again. You feel what I'm saying? That's really saying you gotta like like I said, this this is this 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 is your relationship. This is this is your baby, your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Once again, if you what's one for forty years, you're not gonna be like, oh damn. She was cool in 09. No, she has to be cool in 09, but I re fell in love with her in 19, 29, 39. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel that a thousand percent. So on that note, should I ask the top five? No, we ain't going to do that one. On that note, that's the episode. Thank you. Uh, appreciate Alex for coming through. Where can they find you at? You can find me at Alex Collins TFP. Um, I'm really excited about this year because, like, I'm stepping out of my creative zone into off like to a different bag. Um, we're dropping a shoe this year. We're dropping a table. That's crazy. Yeah, this is the first time I've said it out loud. We're dropping a table. 
You know, we got some new shit dropping in a couple weeks. I've been getting a good response on it. I'm just, like I said, I feel like in, I feel like I'm good mentally in every aspect of my life so far. You know, mm-hmm. some days are easier than others. Some days are harder. But I feel like I'm good, and it's just like I feel like the work is going to show itself. I feel like I feel like my creativeness has always been there. But it's just like, damn, that was cool. But fuck that, go bigger and better. So yeah, we got some new shit dropping with the Fate of Penguin and Failures dropping in the next couple of weeks, man. That's what's up. Uh, did I ask where I can find you at again? I think that's how we got on that. You can find me at Prince underscore McFly. Drop the Y at the EI. That's all everything. Once again, you can find this at thebarbsnetwork.com. Also, the Barbs Network across the table for everything else. One question before we get out of here. How come you don't have a plug-in for Drop the Y at the EI and hit that Nelly? EI, EI, uh-oh. This stuff writes itself. It writes itself. Because it might not sound right. <laughs> it might sound generic or something like that. We don't know <laughs> But all I know We are out Oh before we leave Alright let me ask you a question yes. Let me ask you a question Come up tomorrow What burbs What what burbs chain Are you gonna get You gonna get like a house Are you Are you, are you gonna get like the, the state outline Of Southfield What's your burbs Network chain gonna be What's your world star Hip hop chain gonna be Oh it's gonna be the uh, The burbs logo mm-hmm. uh, The burbs logo With the house Mm-hmm. With the smoke coming out the chimney. Okay, I respect it. I respect it. Yeah, <laughs> that'll be my chain. Just had that at the meeting on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have.